I'm Amy, sex educator, somatic sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure products company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. Hello, everyone. Howdy, folks. I mean, guten tag. Oh, yeah, we're in Germany. Germany, yeah. Yeah, we love Germany. So nice. I mean, I don't actually love Germany, but... I I actually got accosted, not physically, but emotionally by a taxi cab driver today. Emotionally accosted? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I did post an Instagram video of you using your little Google Translator. Yeah, I was like, you're a mean man. It was like... She can mean man. I was like, name and I was like, yeah. And I hit repeat and I was like pointing and I was like, let me out. And it was pouring rain. And they it's were Germany. It's Germany. Yeah. Oh, we, we have a friend, everyone. We, we have, have really good Kristen from Fun Factory. Hello, hello. Yeah. Not only is she from Fun Factory, she's my old work wife. Oh, that's true. Well, you, you but no, we're just doing a three way right now. Work wives. Work wives. We're having a three way in she's, Germany. You've been a sex educator. 13 years. 13 years, yes. Uh, Pleasure Chest, Bayland, and now Fun Factory. And she's used to the German ways. She comes to Fun Fun Factory head offices in Bremen, which is how far? 30 minutes? Uh, From Hanover, Germany? Yeah, it's about uh, two hours, actually. Yeah, it's it's, it's a long way. I'm going to call that taxi and see if he wants to take you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you have better luck. You're into that. You want to get accosted. (laughs) I can get all mean lesbian on him if I have to. Yeah, get all mean lesbian on his ass. Dude, he let me out. Like, he was so, it was traumatic. He left you in the cold. He was like. He left me on the side of the road over an overpass, uh, on the overpass, and I walked about, I think it was about two minutes in the car, about five and a half to six minutes walking with a roller suitcase. The Germans don't understand you're kind of fabulous. I just feel like they, <laughs> they don't understand it, April. They don't. You they don't. Like, Google your translators say that. You don't understand. You don't understand my fabulous. Aachen Hagen fabulousness. Yeah. Oh my God. That would have been great. You did that and then you just shut slam the door. And then I just that. like mic drop my mic right in front of him. It was really, you got, I mean, y'all. She, she came back. At, it was like 2, was 2 p.m., which for us is like, what? I don't know. A long Early. time ago. <laughs> and she was like, I need a glass of wine already. This is stressful. I know. You're like, what happened? I was like, I got emotionally accosted by a taxi driver. Uh, yeah. And he didn't speak any English, which is fine. I totally honor people that don't speak English when I'm in their country. However, I'm just pretty sure that like what he was saying was pretty violent to me. <laughs> I'm sure he was. <laughs> I'm sure you understood exactly what he was saying. He was going, fucking organ. <laughs> and he was like sm- slapping his leg for me to walk. What is, what, what is the leg? The leg slap? He wanted me to walk. That means walk? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, I translated it. Was it, <laughs> was it get on his lap? Was Are you sure? I'm yeah, pretty sure it maybe. wasn't because he <laughs> was swearing. Like, Will you sit on my lap, please? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to look this word up while you... Well, I, I just want to clarify that when I said I don't love Germany, it's not that I hate Germany. It's that I've just like encountered a lot of very um, interesting. I've had a number of interesting experiences with just not so friendly folks, and I'm not going to categorize the whole country with it. And it's just my take so far is that um, I have met some very nice Germans, by the way. They're Germans who are in the U.S. But when I've been here, I've been like just 
<laughs> hassled by a whole bunch of Germans. So no, I know that there's a whole bunch of lovely Germans, and I would love to meet you, Amy, um, and send me all of your reasons why. I think so you're too. But I have nice three words for you. Yes. <laughs> okay. While she's looking at those words, I just want to say, as a human who works for a G- German company, there you go. I really feel like I'm now understanding the differences in cultures, yeah. and it's just Americans are very heart forward. That is not heart forward. And that's not a heart forward way of speaking. <laughs> no. <laughs> so just in general, know that like, it's just a lot of misunderstandings yeah. typically. And I, I worked I with you at Fun Factory. That. I did. And I completely am not closed off to German. I, I love, actually do have like a really uh, special place in my heart for mm-hmm. fun fact for Germans. Mm-hmm. It was just like, that gentleman today and i've met some heart forward germans too by the way like i've had these two friends i'm not gonna say their name because we don't say names on podcasts but these two friends that uh would come to, through town and they were like the sweetest young guys that were and they were just like it, it, but they were like little mini burners though so maybe that's why they we can't German, judge germans anybody by the angry taxi how no, many t- angry taxis have you or had the, in new the york club that we all got kicked out of except for actually you made it in Kristen. i <laughs> made it into the we club got it the, into, we got kicked in out club uh, that yeah. area. We, we, I actually paid also to get in. So you paid, yay. but you got in. <laughs> I paid. And she's and like I twenty left. euros, <laughs> but, but you left because we got kicked out. Yes, they were not even kicked out. We, you guys, we didn't get kicked out. We actually were not let. We in. didn't get let in. They looked at us and said, "You out." <laughs> they were like, "Are you with them?" We're like, "Yeah, <laughs> you're out." We were with six of us, but there were all of these rules when we were looking at. We looked at. Uh, it was. So, a website it was me specifically i'm not going to bl- say we as in everyone that's here because it really was wanted my decision. to go to the club <laughs> and i really wanted to go to this club and it was like the Kit Kat club and everyone's like no it would be you have to get like naked sometimes and my boss was there and so <laughs> and your boss was there for uber lube yeah so we didn't necessarily think it was the most comfortable situation for everyone so we decided to go th- to this like festival vibe club and was outside and uh, it said it was really difficult to get in. We waited in the queue for how long? An hour and a half in the queue? Two, two, hours. two hours. Two hours. Two hours. We in line. I think we started at, at like midnight. midnight. It was, so it was 2 a.m. when we actually found out we were not going to be yeah. let in the club. So not for because two it was too full. It was hours. that we were not cool And enough. this guy from Greenland was like with us the whole time and was are kind he, of patronizing wait, us a bit. Greenland? I thought that was just He was like from Greenland. 25,000 yeah. <laughs> was there with us. <laughs> he was <laughs> from Greenland. talking us the whole time. 25 years old from Greenland Daniel his name was Daniel Daniel I'm gonna say your name Daniel and from he Greenland. was like he'd look at us he's like how old are you yeah he asked my partner are you in the it military it was a really horrible lighting FYI everyone it was the worst they didn't even make the lighting nice for we're us. very useful fluorescent anyway we didn't get let in and so that was part of my first uh traumatic German emotional experience. but you did have the DJ that give you a little ass love to my ass oh yeah so DJ. There's, there's one from Germany yeah. this one for Germany <laughs> the D- yeah the German DJ he didn't even request a shower beforehand and that's when I insisted on the shower I'd been yeah. dancing all night it was a fun factory party red flag yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> or it was a brown flag, <laughs> brown flag, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> wrong flag, wrong flag. Um, okay, everyone. So we'll get back to more of this uh, fun Germany talk in a second. But before we do, so this episode, we have the wonderful Kristen here. So Kristen's going to be here to play with us. We're going to answer some sex questions. Um, and before that, we have a couple announcements. But the sex questions here, we have some about, let's see. Oh, golden showers. There's a sex question on golden showers. That's the golden oh, shower. There? I mean, kind of. Oh, this is exciting. Okay, I'm excited <laughs> about this. I've never been golden showered. Uh, well, wait, we're going to get into this okay. in a little bit. I'm, I'm just kind of announcing some of the topics. 
topics here. Uh, sprinkle, golden sprinkle. Sprinkle, <laughs> sprinkle it. Take, my, take it in that direction. Uh, we also have some sex questions about what constitutes a real blowjob and someone's partner shaming them for it not being a real blowjob because there's not a, they're not swallowing their cum. Oh my God, um, that, then I'd never trigger, have given a blowjob if that's the case because I've only swallowed cum. Well, never, but I've had it in my mouth twice now. I mean, it should then be. I've had a couple accidental blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Never again. I Oops. hate when that happens. So we have some other questions too. Um, uh, more, more things we'll get into in a second. But um, so before that, a couple shout outs. Numero uno. If you live in Santa Cruz or live near Santa Cruz and you want to take some pole dancing classes or some S factor classes, which is an erotic empowerment dance class. I think that one's just for female identified folks. Um, our friend Elise owns a studio called Steel and Grace. It's a new studio that opened up in May. And for Shameless Sex fans, they get a special discount. They get a teaser pack for $30, I believe, which means I think you get three classes. So you just mentioned this podcast. You get $30 for the three classes. Um, and April and I are actually going to a poll class in... On the, the 30th? Yeah, we're going to go. And then we're, of recording, October. we're recording an episode after. So we're going to get our, our poll Come on. visit us come. if you're in uh, the city of santa cruz um, yep. and you want to come visit us on the west side she's yep. also doing isn't she doing a little bit of a, like a monster aid or something she's doing on, a yeah a christmas or a christmas <laughs> it's uh, your christmas what is it i don't remember halloween party yeah it's yeah. like a monster aid like or i don't know if she calls it a monster is it a aid, sexy theme maybe but yeah, yeah. check out her she's website awesome, i think though. it's stealandgrace.com yeah Steel and Grace. Yeah, S-T-E-E-L. Uh, okay, so another shout out to Margin's Wine, which we're not drinking because we're in Europe. How much does this wine okay. make you wish that you were drinking? No, no, no. I have to say Germans, re- German Rieslings are to die for. Is that what the, you're we're yes. drinking a German Riesling. Yes. And I have to say, don't have Riesling in the U.S. Yes. Right. Unless you know where it's coming from. It's but sweet. German uh-huh. Riesling's amazing. I, okay, I actually turned down the Riesling today. I have to oh, bring Riesling. you, Kristen, some some margins wine it's from santa cruz it is one of it's a raw they use no preservatives it's a raw women wine. owned women run uh she's winemaker megan bell from santa cruz and she knows what she's doing she studied it she's like a vintner they call them does she do they don't there's no rieslings in, in no, no she makes chenin okay. blanc Chen- she makes sangiovese she I takes underrepresented varieties she's of making grapes. a pinot now she's making a pinot Ooh, from underrepresented regions and she makes beautiful wine with them without any i don't ever get hung over this is good wine that we're drinking but megan from margins wine and if you're listening right now and you like wine you want to try wine check out marginswine.com sign up for her newsletter she probably sends out um an email of every three months, maybe less. And if you use the code shamelesssex10, you actually get 10% off three or more bottles, which is she never does. It's only exclusive to Shameless Sex. And if you order six or more bottles, like a half a case, you get 15% off. Use Shameless Sex 15. And that is only available to us, you listeners right here. You're exclusive to Megan's so Beautiful ships? Wine. She ships, yeah. She ships. Ah, There's yeah. only a few states she doesn't ship to. It's like Alaska, I think, and maybe a couple other ones. Also, most people are like, uh, sorry, Hawaii and Alaska. I know. I know. Unfortunately. We love you. Oh, and sucks. But yeah. I'm in California. Los yeah, Angeles hey, so yeah. perfect for me. She yeah. has a few. I think she does um, sell to a few local stores in the LA area I've looked. But she runs out because she only makes very small batches. So love if you're it. out there listening, yeah. 
Get your stuff. order in. Megan is amazing, and Margin's wine is the shit up. Well, if you've never had raw wine, too, then try it, because you thought organic was organic. This is organic as it's it gets. It's a different level. It's a totally different level. So I can level. have this. I'm doing a raw cleanse. Yeah. Yeah, totally. you can. Yeah. There it's you like, yeah. If you're it's on like a raw kombucha. cleanse, Win. raw wine is Win. totally a part of it. It's okay. So I'm going to read a review, everyone. We love our reviews. You can give us a review on What accent iTunes. are you going to do? Um, I'm going to do the Amy accent. <laughs> Uh, because we haven't read a review in a while. And this person that wrote the review, your name is The Princess. I like that. Um, it says update a review too. I wonder if you wrote something before. Uh, but we love reviews. So you can write a review on iTunes about our podcast. If you are already subscribed, you'd have to research for a podcast on iTunes. Look for us and then you can write a review. If you're not subscribed, then you can just write a review. It helps to boost our um, our, our podcast so be, more people can see it when you when you write a review so please 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 do so if you have not wait we're at 150 reviews we're at 180 108 80 80 yeah 100 I'm wrong on all the levels of review. Oh. can I just review you guys as individuals yes go yes, ahead you can I can do two different reviews yes perfect Chris is yes, like good. <laughs> yeah, Amy she's cool April's awesome <laughs> <laughs> okay so this is from the princess the princess says Amy and April are my favorite. They're so beautiful, amazing, fun, hilarious, and well-educated. Oh, thanks. Awesome. <laughs> I feel <laughs> special. like a surprise. I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, damn. I'm already, okay, I'm taking it in. This is hard. Okay, I got to take in the gratitude. Um, these two beautiful souls give the real talks no one wants to talk about, and I love it because these talks should be normal in everyone's life. I promote this podcast all the time, and if you haven't, please give it a listen. Life-changing stuff here. Love you, ladies. Stay beautiful. XOXO. Jess, shameless sexa. <laughs> shameless sexa. Thanks, Jess, shameless sexa. I didn't read the that very princess. well. Princess, was like not my my that's, eyes. That's a dope review. That's probably one of my favorite reviews thus far. The, sh- the shameless sexa thing is just st- shameless sexa. People who know that are are avid listeners because yeah. that was only in from a couple episodes. I. It's a spinoff from the. Oh, movie from thing. the, from the um. Vaja. Vaja. I'm going to put Dicka. my dick yeah, up in your vaja. Yeah. I want to make yeah. sure I was. Yeah. Uh, Wonderlust. Wonderlust? I don't know the movie. It was something like that. No, because yeah. you always say dicka in my face. <laughs> dicka. <laughs> well, when I'm like, hey, do you want to go have a glass of wine in my dicka? In my dick? On my dicka. On your dick. <laughs> like my deck. But I can't oh, ever just say deck. I'm okay. like, you want to go have a glass of wine in my dicka? I get it now. I was and a little confused. Yeah. Anyway. I, I understand. That's why they say we're really smart. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, wine's good for brain cells. Um, Okay, two more shout-outs, and then we're going into sex question time. You all want to hear about the golden showers, don't you? Okay, so uh, let's see. We have Pure Pleasure this month. Pure Pleasure is doing 20% off of all lube. Who doesn't need lube? Even Uber Lube? Even Uber Lube, which is not German. The Germans wish Uber Lube was German, but it's not. Well, no, because you know why? Why? I've learned this recently. Because we were... Us Americans, uh, the part of the German company that wanted to do more German words in our marketing, and we want to use Uber everything because we're American. Uh-huh. And apparently, Uber is not the way. It actually kind of sounds dumb. Oh no! Yeah, sadly enough, the reason being is because it means that it's above, like on top of, not like, like Uber how we like Uber cool. It's not like, be- more like yeah. it is on top of something else. Oh. So it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't mean the best. It actually no, means it does not. And like I got Uber fabulous. About this. Oh. Yeah, but you know what? It's great for American companies. Uh-huh. Yeah, not so great for 
German companies. Yeah. Apparently. Well, so we've so we in the booth. We've had Germans come up, or at least as Europeans, and they say, "Is this German?" And then we say, "No," and they just kind of put it down and walk away. <laughs> like, and okay, so, I don't. Maybe they just don't. Maybe it's not the name, but they actually just expect it to be German. And when it's not, they're kind of like, "Well, we don't give a fuck about it." Then I also thought it was German for a while. Yeah, me too. And yeah, in a person in the industry. Yeah, it's so not. You, so twenty percent off of lubes is a good deal. Twenty percent off of lubes. Uber lube is great. It's lube month. Yeah, we have the yeah Uber lubes, liquid, all the brands. Everything is twenty percent off. So if you use coupon code oct lube, I'll spell that for you because that's not O C T L U B E eighteen number one eight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good so job. Smart. In all caps. O C T oct lube l u b e 1818 uh in all caps then you get 20 percent off of all i'm down for that i need some new lube and who doesn't need lube and i always say this actually i don't always say this because i don't always do anything but i uh, often say this is that um when i was a single person and i would sleep with folks and they didn't have lube I judge mm. them. Or they I had bad lube. Bad lube. Bad yeah. lube's judgy more. Uh-huh. If they had KY, I'm like, sorry. Astroglide. I gotta mm. leave now. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, I know we're naming brands here, but... Can I, can I say something? Yeah, what you got? I got something to say. Say a thing. O-M-G- yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's cute. You like it? So, we talked about OMGS on our last podcast, but I do... Really, I like the more I watch these videos, the more I get amazed and enthralled and excited about talking about them, especially with our listeners. So Kristen actually knew about them. I'm like, Kristen, you I have a membership. Oh, you do? See? Or count or whatever it's called. Yeah, I yeah, a membership. Yeah. yeah. You it's pay just one time. You pay like $39 and we actually have a $5 off because uh, they love shameless sex because of our educational messages. So uh, if you go to omgs.com backslash shameless you get $5 off and it's a one-time fee. And then you get to watch There's 60 plus episodes in the first season. They're launching a second season. 60 Pro- videos. Videos. Yeah. What did I say? Episodes. Oh, you know what I think would be really great. I don't know if this has been done before, uh-huh. but I feel like I'm not single, but if I feel like if I was single uh-huh. and I was dating somebody or dating multiple people, I would just send them a link to like, <laughs> go watch this. The type, no, not even the one, the, the so one that many, you like. The yeah. One that I think works that, for me. Yes. So smart. Then you come to me. That's because smart. I just feel that there is, I watch it. I'm like, that's interesting. That is interesting. And then I'm wondering in general, like how are people applying this to bodies? I love yeah. that. So a lot of what pe- a lot of people are doing when they're, they're watching it and either they're watching it and they already know what their body likes, but now they're learning new techniques to use on their body. So the season one, everyone is all about external stimulation of how uh, vulvas, vulvas. vulvas like to be touched from real um, vulva owners. And season two that is almost is on its way out, should be out in the next couple of weeks, is going about internal stimulation for vulva owners as well. Yeah. Um, and they're going to have an anal season. And there's a men's pleasure. And a men's pleasure. Yeah, all kinds of and things. And then toys out. as yeah. well. And they didn't, yeah, they have a lot of cool stuff coming. But but yeah, I, I think. Check on, it out. On I mean, on, on that note, what, how people are using it would be to learn new things like, oh, I already have great orgasms, but I didn't know that I could have even super great orgasms trying this new te- technique like edging. What or is edging? what about the cr- like if you look at a box of crayons and uh-huh. you didn't even know that color existed, you're like, I didn't know that was that shade of blue. Like puce? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was macaroni and cheese colored yellow. But how yeah. about when like you know your body and then you just don't have the words to explain to your yeah, partner. Yeah, there you yes. go. It's like I become very mute Yeah, when I'm with partner. Yeah, when they're like, tell me, me what too. you like. You're like, Meh. I'm like, but sending tell them a by video. What my moans <laughs> Did you like? see this? This is exactly yeah. what you want to do. Like I love that, Kristen. That's I don't genius. Really know how it, I know you're not supposed to share your password, so honor their thing. But like, is there like a one time like I'm a guest star in this person's bedroom, so I get to 
I don't know. We should. Yeah, well, we really should. We'll nice. talk to OMG and maybe they, maybe they can do like, it's create something like little shout outs. We just email someone. Oh, yeah. Like one time. Like, this, this is what I want it's you like, to do to it's me It's like tonight. when people yeah. get glittered, you yeah. get them OMGS. That's so smart. I love right. that. All right, everyone. We're changing the world. We're, so we, that isn't available yet, but we're working on it. So <laughs> we're check gonna, out OMGS.com and get five yeah. bucks off. Yeah. She, yeah. Using backslash Seamus. Can I give Kristen a mini shout out right now for something? Yeah, do it. So you know how we say all the things all the time? All the things. You know who that comes from? Person. This person right here, all them things. So this oh is no. I talking about all them things, <laughs> all the things. You always like, you know, when we do, when we used to travel together, you'd be like, you know, I just want to do all the things. I'm like, me <laughs> too. I want to do all I, the things. I'm not all the things kind of girl. Yeah. yeah, and I just want to give Kristen so a shout out. She birthed all the like things. A yes person. Like I'm a yes. No, no she's not a yes no, person I'm for totally sure. Not no. a yes person. <laughs> Kristen's a I'm no. all the things. She's all the things, but not yeah. all the yeses. Which is probably why we're going to the golden showers question. Oh, sweet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's start with that question. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, take your drink of wine. You I was, was going to take a drink. We might need a refill I was here. going to take a sip of wine, but now I'm going to read the golden showers question. Okay. I was actually going to end with the golden showers question. Oh, but shit. It could be quick. Yeah, It's a good question. I think we should begin with it. Begin? Okay. I have a pee golden shower fetish. It is not something I have ever heard of any of my peers discuss. It has been a desire of mine for years, and I finally explored it with my partner instead of the dark corners of porn that I've been watching in shame. Question number one. Why is peeing sex a turn-on for me? I specifically enjoy a man peeing on a woman's breasts. This desire is my core go-to for porn. It's also sometimes a go-to image in my head during intercourse. My partner and I did golden shower sex during my cocaine addiction. I am now sober and have not since. I'm not sure why. Question two. I have a wonderful partner who I cannot come very often with during sex. I get very frustrated. Normally, he needs me to go off, to get off during oral post or or prior sex so oh god this is getting confusing sex and it's a lot of work essentially they're not coming from penetration okay. um and they sometimes fake it because it's exhausting so Wait, golden does anybody really come from just penetration i know we maybe we should go not, for yeah. the it's like very it's like 12 percent or something yeah, of female very, bodies very there's right. i think yeah this is just I, this, this is something that i want i personally and omgs is kind of doing that too but remember i created this random study the survey online yeah. because I, I do have a friend i've been talking to a lot of women and i'm like okay so just having a cock inside your pussy you know women who have cocks in their pussies like is just the act of having a cock inside your pussy is that pleasurable because it's not like that for me like i need a lot of other things for it to, i mean to feel pleasure and there are select few people that feel extreme pleasure they have a lot of nerve endings all in the vaginal canal but that is not most of them and so that's that's I, and i so my friends there i have friends who are like that like very few of them i have one friend i can speak to who just like any sort of cock in the vagina or even a dildo or whatever feels fucking amazing. But it's th that's so rare. It's so rare. So and that, this is what so much of yeah. like mainstream sex has been built on and porn sex. I'm like, wow, you're kind of like what everything has been built on, like this fallacy of what pussies should really love just by being thrusted in and fucked, which isn't the case. Like there's all, most of your nerve endings are external and that's where all the pleasure is for most folks. Yeah. So it's, yeah for I me i need i need external so i mean i need i need both both yeah, yeah. but, but if you, like, so if like you took, says, if you I, took uh, external <laughs> off the table would you be able to have orgasms if there was no only if i'm clenching really hard on my own no i for for me it's more about um well it's hard to say like what is an orgasm you know i mean going to that route so like the t traditional orgasm of like clitoris 
orgasm or like combination orgasm like yes you know like that is that is great but then there is this like um emotional release that happens with yeah. penetration that i think it typically it's like is like a, of you. A, it's usually a size thing for me so if the size is larger or if it's a fist or something like that You're talking girth then yeah then it will be like an emotional release yeah. that has mm. an orgasmic feel to it but a, a very different kind of orgasm it's not like that muscle contraction you like yeah. you know one to three second euphoria it's different like there's a, something yeah. this deep emotional movement inside of you yeah i can talk but i and i think that for for me i know that i need external stimulation to come but i have to say that with my partner specifically it's funny because i now even if i'm like rubbing my clit while he's like totally fucking me uh, it, from front, back, whatever, I still can't necessarily come. And I think it's because I'm addicted to my vibrator. I don't think there's... <laughs> April. I don't think it's an addiction. <laughs> I think that what it is is that don't like... You know, there is this thing that like there's a different kind of sensation that needs to happen on the clitoris to be able to have an orgasm in the way that you're wanting to have one. I'm sure yeah. you'll still get off by penetration, right? And that's really awesome. But it it's not going to give that, same, that yeah. traditional kind of like the traditional orgasm. The traditional yeah. orgasm. I've thought about that though the last few times, and I was like, obviously, I have to grab my toy because it's not working. And no matter what, and I'm still in it. I'm like feeling it, and I've realized that that's why I took a vibrator break. Remember, I took one. The vibrator strike. I, I took that's a strike, to it's and to I have. need to go back on the strike for a little while because yeah. my pussy is not responding now with just like any hand movement, Getting anything. Like I'm like, come on. Is this thing on? It's your brain, though. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's brain. you getting you're, you getting used, yeah, yeah habitual, and then your system being like, oh, I got off to this thing in one minute, and this other thing's taking a lot longer. This so wasn't about I want me. Sorry, thing. but I was just trying to that's fine. come this back is, to this. Wait, but I have a quick question. Yes. Are you sober right now? In this no, moment? no, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, no, we're just because, drinking wine. No, because you know, there's oh, a different ex- happening. Oh, yeah, a different experience. I, yes. Um, the answer to that question is: Is your clitoris sober? Maybe like eighty percent. <laughs> no, twenty percent. Yes. Yeah. So I know completely because you know I've realized that a lot of times when I'm alone, home alone during the day, working remotely, I'm like, mm, I'm just gonna bang it out with myself real quick. So I go in the room and I like, I can come in like two minutes without porn now because I'm on a porn strike, which <laughs> I did using- slip up twice in the last couple oh, weeks. Oh, we gotta send you to porn anonymous. I know. Are you using the magic wand too? Yeah. It takes. I mean, mm, two minutes is still long for that one. I mean, you can have orgasm. No, I know, and I stopped that feeling thing, right? it. As then, well, so you're right. Good. I think it's long. Well, I'm not, I mean, I'm saying like, I'm not. What? It's not long. I'm saying, I'm saying that people can have an orgasm. Like Usually, you can it happens have it a lot so faster quick with, with those things with me, especially when I'm on porn. What as I meant well. to say is, I'm proud for you for ha- waiting two minutes. Yay, <laughs> April. Okay, so this person, let's go to the the, the, the golden shower. Okay, maybe. Um, all right. So can we answer the question. So we already did this, yes. this second part. Yeah, that's been answered. Um, so, okay, golden showers. Um, what do we say? Okay, why, so, why is this a turn on? Well, I'm going to start with non, my non-education background because both of you are sex educators and probably have a lot more to say. I mean, and I'll Kristen's keep mine actually brief. golden showered over here. So. I know. <laughs> I mean, maybe not the, like, in the way that this person's experiencing, but, you know, I think it has that happened. once you cross a certain... Uh, kind of threshold with excitement and something brings so much like you get fucking turned on by it so much. Sometimes it's hard to go back to regular sex. And I can speak for myself when I like had a threesome, I would think about that all the time. And I was like, Oh, this, like I would feel, I felt like my sex was mediocre or vanilla when I just had regular, because my you regular had a threesome? sex. Cause I had this threesome and I had this like 
like this really intense session with the this Palm woman. Yeah, that I didn't know. <laughs> See, Kristen knows about. I talked I about it on there. Uh, and I, I, I like remember thinking that I, I wanted to get back to the excitement. And sometimes I do, we've talked about rape fantasies before and we've talked about gangbang fantasies and, and certain fantasies. And sometimes when you live out and golden showers, aren't necessarily that crazy for some, but I think on a, a level of, of intensity and excitement, getting kind of that, that next level of, of you wow wow amazing could be really hard to get back from unless it happens time and time again so my thing is maybe just get some uh the fascinator from liberator and you know throw it down let it go you let it flow let it flow a fancy hotel room with nice shower is probably fine oh yeah uh-huh. i mean you know like okay, i've never so had my- a golden shower so you've been golden showered no. Oh, I have you been golden shower. You golden shower. You were the shower. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, there was a time in my life when I was young, and there was a lot of, uh, and I was dating men, and you know, I think the young combination with the men just really brought out apparently a lot of older men that like to do things <laughs> um, and then I became a lesbian I don't know also here's all this is how it goes and then she became yeah. a lesbian no, um, queer but yeah anyways but the point is is that uh yes it does happen and I do think that it probably is it's definitely a kink a kink uh, fantasy thing that if you're exploring other parts of kink that you can also satisfy that you know it's it's a release thing it's getting something done to you and it's doing something that you're very vulnerable and um, I also think there's probably something around. She she said specifically the the like peeing on her boobs, yeah. Which a man peeing goes a, a into male body peeing fetish. on a woman's breasts, and yeah. she she can watch porn and see that, and it's really hot. Yeah. So yeah. I think like go like if you find a partner, like a lot of people are not going to be willing to pee on your tits, and that's probably okay. Maybe you just get on your birthday. I don't know. But the point is, <laughs> birthday peeing. I don't know. But the point is, is that there are a lot of things you can do with your boobs that can make you feel vulnerable as well. And maybe that exploring those is, it's totally normal to want to explore a, a, a part of your body that is sensitive for you. So this is, this is where this person's at. I don't think it's about like what's normal, what's not. It's about like opening different channels for the exploration. It's almost like the bringing it up to this next level of hot after you've had it and who knows if they've had it just or watching it or whatever. But I think you're right. It's a kink. I love the vulnerable comment that you made, like that vulnerability of like someone's doing something to you, like eliminating waste on you, which yeah. I, we haven't even talked about scat, which I scat play is not a thing that was addressed. And I don't want to talk about it now because I'm a germaphobe, but like fucking a, like that's vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And there's different ways to play with it. Like, put like have your partner put a, a blindfold on and it may play with like different temperature liquids that are being poured onto your breast. Like right. you don't have to go that extreme. And, and most, yeah. In, yeah. And most like kink is about the th- threatening somebody to get to that point and you not actually ever get there. You know, it's just a point to, to explore that you may never want to, and your partner that might not want to do that can, t- can do it with like a nice cup of tea. That's such yeah. a good point. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So m- perhaps if this, uh, listener's question about her current partner not being into the, well, no, it's not that they're not oh. into it. It's that we, we did it when they were, it's just, I wanted to address this one too. They did it when this person had an, they had a cocaine addiction Okay. and now they're not doing it before. And, and, and actually it's interesting. I looked at some, uh, email from someone else that asked about sober sex and, how sex changes when you your sex is based on um, while you're high. It's like the ultimate high. You're high on sex and it can while never you're get high. Back to that again, and it's just 
you know, embracing the change and the shift. So it's natural that when you were super high and what cocaine does, you lose your inhibitions. Like all the, you start saying all kinds of crazy shit that you'd not normally say, or that you do things that you wouldn't normally do. Right. So, um, it, it, and, and I guess normally is not the right word in this case, because this is an interest of yours, but it got rid of the fear factor. It made it so that you stop questioning all the shame and all the stuff that's the powdered getting, courage. Oh yeah. But it's, <laughs> but really, I guess and to a certain degree, it was actually letting you be you, like it was helping you to actually truly tap into who you are, but in a way that was created an addiction probably wasn't the ultimate way to it do just it. It opened up like this, this sort of, yeah, you have no this fear way to something that you're into and yeah. that you perhaps wouldn't have tried. So, yeah. So, I mean, I like, Educators who have so who, who talk about sober sex too and kink, I think. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. Damon Holzem is I don't know even know. Yeah, I don't who know who is like a gay male fetish kind of. Um, this could be good for our listeners. Yeah, yeah just like looking into uh, kink affirmative um, sober folks who are teaching, and I know there are plenty out there yeah. I, um, that are doing this. So yeah, because honestly, guys, I don't know. Like, I mean, I. And we're drinking wine right now. Like, yeah. I, I'm not like a sober person. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I can't speak for, and I, I personally have experienced things in my sex life where, um, I had really amazing sex, both sober and not sober, but it was during a time when my partner was not in complete sobriety and then they went into complete sobriety and our sex changed. My, mm-hmm. my sex has been so different when I'm not drinking wine oh, or doing yeah. any kind of, yeah. you know, uh, extracurriculars. And so, it, it's interesting sure. what, what will change too. Like I can, if, as, as long as there's the things are available, like on the menu, I can still have really great sober sex, but when they're completely pulled off, like for forever it, it just changes the dynamic especially if you have something that's kind of based on that so uh, just uh, this is our long-winded version of letting you know that it's it's it makes sense that things are different now that you are yeah. not on cocaine and why things have changed it just means that now you're more in your head and in your body and able to experience all the stuff that comes with that including shame and including all mm-hmm. the fear and, and stuff that gets in the way but um, and the last thing I'm going to say, I say too, go with it and go with the go with it, go with the golden showers. If your partner is, you know, or you aren't feeling it, like do the the hot liquid method. Yeah. Or Add a little, well, and they're not even saying like they're all they're They're just wondering, like essentially saying, am I normal? Why the fuck is this? Oh thing yeah. Here? You're fucking normal. Yeah. And this, you're uh, a lot of times like fetishes totally and normal. things, they can be here based on past experiences. From if you're a not child, hurting and, someone and, and doing some, it. If you peed on me non-consensually, I would be a little angry. I will finish my point by saying <laughs> that the fetishes can be here for for a reason for that happened in the past and also not. You might not know a reason why it's here. You might not have a story or a trauma or anything or a great experience for why you have this fetish and you might have one of those too. Like, oh, I am a breast fetishist because I was breastfed until I was 10. And But you might also not have that. So just putting it out there like you as you search for the reasons of why is this here, it might not be helpful to try to figure that out. More so just working with it. I have shame from peeing to bed until I was seven. Like mm. I used to get beat the fuck up for like, peeing all the time for peeing. So April, for me, we're sharing a bed. You can pee the bed if you want. Thanks. You guys have, you're in Germany. You actually have different beds. Just FYI. We can pull them apart. <laughs> so for me, I'm like, okay, if someone peed on me, I'd be like, oh my God, that would be, that would release a lot of like previous emotions about what happened to me when I was little. So you're saying that I should not pee on you in the middle of the night. Not unless you ask me first. Okay. I like consent. All right. Next question. All right. <clears throat> Let's see. Which one should we go to? Let's go reverse. Let's go to this, the blowjob one, and then we'll go to the other one. <clears throat> this one's going to be heated. Anonymous. I, I feel it. <laughs> yeah. She's like, fuck. Ready? An- Anonymous asks, 
So recently, my boyfriend and I were discussing oral sex, and he made a comment that he never gets a real blowjob from me since I won't swallow. Ooh. Uh, Now part of me understands where he's coming from, but the, the other part of me is like, well, I'm still sucking your dick, so... I'd like to point out that he goes down on me willingly and with no reservations about doing it, he enjoys it. Uh, So, okay. Anyways, I'd love to know if, A, do you feel the same way? Is it not a blowjob if you're not swallowing? And B, do you have tips to get more comfortable swallowing? Is it just something you get used to? I've only tried it once and wasn't a fan of the taste of it being warm. It was just weird to me, but I also like to satisfy my partner, so I'd love any suggestions. All right. <sighs> Release the hounds. <laughs> okay. You all go first. Oh my God. Oh my God. I have so many things to say, but I'm going to, I'm going to say, okay, first jizz is one of the reasons why I'm with women. <laughs> one of the th- four reasons. Um, but so, but it's also like really beneficial in a lot of ways. Like there's, it's a, it's a performative moment in, in sex, you know, when, mm-hmm. when, when jizz happens. And so jizz I, happen. when, when jizz happens, yeah, when jizz happens, you, you know? need a t-shirt. When yeah. jizz happens, jizz just yeah, happened. Just like a jizz bib, you know, but, um, <laughs> honestly, I'm not, I'm not a fan of swallowing. I've never had been. It really grosses me out. I want to vomit and I really feel like it's rude to not let somebody know when it's about to happen. So you can consensually decide what you're going to do with it. That being said, when I was practicing a lot of when I had boyfriends, when I was practicing a lot of blowjobs um, and there was jizz that was happening, it would be like, okay, fine. It's going to go into my mouth and I'm going to immediately spit it onto you. It's yours. In Have some performative, lovely way. Yeah. And, you know, and that, that actually ended up working out yeah. a little bit. But there was like one or two actually one only person that mentioned that I should have swallowed. And I was furious even before I found my feminism mm-hmm. and I still am not more furious about it still. Yeah. And so I think I'm done with you. That's the last swallowing is a, is a, is a lot like you don't need to swallow. I haven't it, swallowed yet. I, and actually yeah. my partner Wait, asked I me why you, I haven't swallowed. I thought you said you did. I've only had it in my mouth. I've never swallowed. Oh it. yeah. She's taking baby steps. I, but I think putting but it in your my mouth partner is asked, why don't you just swallow? Let's try it. I'm like, because it, uh, I spit it back out onto him mm-hmm. and he has asked me why I haven't swallowed. Okay. It's your body. You get to decide what the fuck you want to do. A blowjob is a blowjob. You put a dick in your mouth. You did a blowjob. Like, You're making a, massive. It's, it's swallowing. Is If the jizz gets in your mouth, it's considered swallowing. Even if you spit it back out. This is my rule. I've decided for the universe. Yeah. But I do think that if you spit it out in a way that is not like, oh, fuck it. But you spit it out in a like performative, yeah. porny way, like when they let it kind of drizzle out their face or something. I um, don't know. Oh no. Then it becomes more like part of the experience. I for didn't them spit it out like that way. I was just like, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to make it look like you have a hairball. I just can't. It was like, <laughs> like, maybe there'll be more like partners who'll be very. It actually no. really doesn't. It entice me to swallow it. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, I think swallow, but you spit it out in a, in, a, in a less, in a better way than. Ugh. Okay, I want to say Actually, that I think that the, the swallowing thing is very much based on porn about people like wanting it all down their throats and in their eyes and give me it everywhere. And so it's been glorified. And so this 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 male partner of yours, your your boyfriend, did you say partner? Partner, your boyfriend, your partner, <laughs> uh, really thinks that that's really what sex is all about because that's what they've been taught. I'm assuming. I'm making an assumption, but. Um, 
but that's not so actually and i googled what because you know the term blowjob like we're not blowing what the fuck does it mean the term blowjob from what i googled this is a google so i don't know if this is true but it's about blowing a load it doesn't say swallowing hello it's talking about blowing a load though like there's an ejaculatory action in it but it doesn't isn't about the act of swallowing so a blowjob is just about sucking a cock until there's an orgasm it has nothing to do with swallowing hey i mean i would argue that Actually, putting your mouth on a cock is still a blowjob. Totally, yeah. You don't make, yeah, don't make orgasm the goal. But that's just what the like the terminology was from. Wikipedia. Yeah, (laughs) I love. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know what it is. Update Google, please. Yeah, Google. Okay, we're gonna move on from this one though because we got oh tips to get more comfortable swallowing. I want to say this just in just in closing. I think that swallowing if if the swallowing is giving a blowjob then i've only given two in my entire life and that's not the case. So you are doing justice to your partner if you're doing it consensually by giving them a blowjob it's pleasure is pleasure pleasure is pleasure yeah. I think it accidentally happened to me one time I swallowed it was the most disgusting thing I'm still gagging I think I was like 18 <laughs> you're still gagging and it's <laughs> fucking horrible it's like a loogie swallowing a loogie no it's, it's a horrible you know well, so we don't want to defend no it's or... horrible for me oh yeah for yes. me yes. and so therefore I have chosen in the past to do it in a performative way and I think I want to stand by like my feelings of Hey, if you want to make your partner feel a way that is like honoring their like what fetish, whatever it is, they need you to swallow, like just hide it and go to the bathroom afterwards or spit it out onto them or do it in a way that is like really performative. They get off in a great way. There's ways to do it. Yeah. It doesn't have to just be like like swallowing an oyster or something. I haven't swallowed yet. I'll try. I'll be oysters. Yeah. But the big ones I can't do. She's also a germaphobe though. So it makes perfect sense that she doesn't want to swallow the body. My partner's cum doesn't taste bad in my mouth. Like I've tasted it. I'm like, Oh, that's actually not that bad. I thought it was going to be way worse. Well, However, I've never swallowed cum, it right? because I have like every time lighter, it gets in there, I'm lighter. like, I can't do it. So I, I didn't mean to bring it back up, but that's why I was going to gonna also just just chime in as the advocate of someone who doesn't mind swallowing cum. I don't get deep pleasure from it. My partner actually asked me once, like if I enjoyed it, I was like, hmm, enjoy is not exactly the <laughs> word. <laughs> and, then, and then I think we got an argument after that because he was like, you could have made that way more. I don't know, but whatever. I'm like, no, I don't necessarily, I'm not, I don't get off to it. I don't love it and I don't hate it. It's just, it's just a part of this thing that I do and I don't always do it. I don't always swallow it, but I'm not someone that, um, I don't find it gross. I'm, it's just sometimes it's something that I want to do to be a part of the moment and to pleasure my partner. Sometimes I'm just like, it's not really a big deal. Like it's just gonna go in the back of my throat and go. I and like it's, that. And it's, so it's all yeah. good. But again, like everyone gets to choose. If it grosses you out, then it grosses don't you out. Don't do it. Yeah. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I have it. yet to want to do that. Okay, good. I like that. The swallowing female jizz is totally cool. Is it? Wait, are you? I've I mean, been asking my, my I partner. I don't do it, but like, I've been asking my partner to swallow my ejaculate. I'm like, until yeah, yeah, you swallow yeah. my ejaculate, yeah. that's when I will, that's I mean, when I'll swallow okay, your cum. I've wondered about I, this because like this. I, I tit mean, for tat is what we're doing right now, which is not cool. This can be like mouthfuls <laughs> though, because like female ejaculate, there can be a lot more That's what I want on. him to take on. I'm like, like oh, bro. It's easier to swallow than like a wad of Yeah, It's much more, yeah, more liquidy. Well, depending on the human, it could be thinner. Are you thirsty? You seem a little dehydrated. Hydrated. Yes. 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 Okay, let we me can move on. You're essentially just, no. It's like a very indirect way of giving your water to them. Like, yeah, let me, you seem yeah. dehydrated. You let seem me thirsty. give you some water. The fountain of the goddess. Yes. <laughs> the nectar of the goddess. Um, okay. So just last question, part of this question then, do you all have any tips for um, how to get more comfortable swallowing? I mean, I think you both were just, you gave tips on how to, to work with it. I'm more comfortable. I, I'm, I don't, 
I don't really necessarily have a tip on how to get more comfortable with it other than like finding ways to work with it that really work for you. It's because more comfortable might be like, are you just being compliant and trying to find a way to do something that you don't want to do? I think it's all you have to trial and error. If you like yeah. it, go with it. And if, if you, you don't, then just spit it out. Yeah. Nice and in a neat way, like not- sweetly, not like, <laughs> you know, just do it nice and sweetly. But there, There is, if I, I think there is a way that if you kind of put the, like during the jizzing phase of the orgasm is like putting it towards the back of the throat, opening up your throat muscles as if it was a shot, you know, sorry, this is like my, my only like way it. to say it. Works. And then just like letting your throat muscles like open to slow, to slow, it, slow. Just don't yeah. put it into the front of your mouth. Like, avoid there that. I like it. Okay, next person. Chelsea asked, this was titled, Am I a Sex Addict? I have a solid 10 people that I sleep with in rotation, and they are all around the world. That was April at one point. I like it. Already. Know, yeah. I talk to them often because I like the attention, but in the end, it makes me feel a little empty because I think all I really want is a relationship. I realize that half of the time I sleep with people for an an entertaining story or to tell my friends or to make me feel better about myself. The next morning I usually feel pretty shitty about my actions. Mostly when I do things that may have hurt uh, others. And um, they also, in a part of this email, they said that they had a partner, but they were doing long distance and they were doing open thing. Um, every time I say I'm going to take a break from having sex because it's my unhealthy coping mechanism. I only last about two weeks and I usually feel depressed and unwanted and worse about myself than when I'm slutting it up. Any advice? I totally did that. That exact thing that she's talking, they're talking about she, she's, uh, Chelsea. So they, I'm assuming yeah, sure. they, she, um, this person, person, I did that. I totally would love the stories out of the tears that I had. I had three tears. Oh, you're getting off and telling the stories about your, I would love to, the stories. Yes. And I thought that it almost brought me this power that I had. I was very communicative with each of the folks. I didn't have 10. I had three. I would have probably gone to 10 if I would have been, would have been single longer. Well, and I have no shame in that. And I thought it was fun and it was always fun for me. The fact that you want to be in a relationship, maybe something that you want to work on, maybe look into yourself, take the breaks, really do the stuff that you want to do because the moment that you kind of check in with yourself, if you're finding the gratification through the experiences that you have, the sexual experiences that you have, and that's bringing you self-worth. And I think it's better to kind of check in with yourself and find out what you enjoy about yourself rather than the sex that you're experiencing. And then once you get in line with that, then move on and, you know, not wanting to be in a relationship is different than actually being in one. I think take I mean, I don't, I don't honestly don't think any of this is about being in a relationship or it, it comes down to just not being happy on your own, content in you and the outside attention and affection and sex as a part of that is filling the, your cup. It's filling this void of worthiness. And when that's not there, you're not feeling worthy. So what it's speaking to is a deeper worthiness issue, a self-love issue that um, is kind of screaming for attention. And because it's not being addressed, there's this other coping mechanism that so many, I mean, I've done that. I've totally done that. I'm, I'm not, 
I've, I've definitely done this many How times in my it life. How great is to be desired? It's, it's great. Crazy. And when I'm not desired and then I feel down because I'm not desired, I to me, I'm like, oh, I have work to do. I have work on learning to be able to fill my own cup on my own, like with my own two feet on this ground and not needing outside attention to fill that. Now it's easier said than done. And if you have trauma and if you have many years of worthiness stuff and self-esteem stuff, then you don't just press a button and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I love myself. I'm great. I'm fine on my own. But it's a it's a journey. And once you get to that point, it's the most rewarding journey. And you may never fully get to this point of like, I love every part of me. But at least getting to the point where like, all right, I got this life thing down. Like I'm, I, I'm cool on my own two feet. This feels good to be here. It feels good to get attention, but I know that I'm like, I'm enough. Like I'm, I'm enough for me and therefore I'm enough for the world. So, um, I think that that's the work is it's not going on a fast from slutting it up. The, the shame isn't, it doesn't sound like any for you. It's not in slut. You're not shaming yourself in slutting up. It's that your, your system screaming for more self love from you as opposed from the outside world. And when you don't get it from the outside world, then you're just left empty because you aren't going to be able to give it to yourself. So what do you have? Um, so in that work, I suggest looking at Brene Brown. <laughs> she does such good work around like worthiness, vulnerability, shame. Um, it's It really is. Take our erotic empowerment. Ah, we workshop. do have a workshop on them. That's true. We didn't give a shout out in the beginning. Yeah, we have erotic memory. We're actually kind of addressing all of that. We're doing a four-week series. If you go to our website, shamelesssex.com, we're doing a four-week video series with uh, live group calls and a Facebook group and uh, kind of more direct work with us on that part of you, like building up your strong erotic self, coming into you. Who are you as a sexual being? And I was not planning on making this a uh, little selling point Shameless in this moment, plug. but it really is a long, it's really like, Coming into you. I remember that when I was a single person and coming down off of a relationship and being really depressed and then needing all this like flirtation and attention to uh, make me feel worthy and then realizing that when I didn't get it that I didn't feel good about myself and then I was like, oh fuck, I need to go find my footing. Like I need to, I need to do me. My best ways, like my tools are to surround myself with people that love me, like hang out with really good hom- homies all the time, be creative um, build up my work life, just do things that really fill me up on my own and aren't relying on people to say good things to me about who I am to me to actually feel that for me and just, um, that's my tools, but it's going to be different for everyone. What about Kristen? Do you have anything that you'd like to add? I feel like addiction just keeps coming to my yeah. brain around this and I have a million questions to this person like what's their past history? Have they had relationships? Are they addicted to that beginning feeling? Because really mm. such... It's actually one of the most potent drugs for me, at least, like um, uh, of having the beginning part of a relationship where you're. Is like, it the NRE energy, new relationship energy? It's, yes, new even new hookup energy. Any of that is so addictive, and so it's like one of those things that you have to check yourself on. And I think everything you said about like making sure you feel fulfilled and doing all the things that make you feel like you're not as vulnerable to that addiction. I don't know if this person, if, if they've never had a relationship, I really stress that they need to like look into. They have, they had a long term, they said, said that they had a long term relationship with someone, but a lot of it was long distance no. and then, and they were monogamous, but then it opened up. I don't feel like long distance relationship counts for a long distance, really long term, long, di- long term, yeah. because I feel that there is the issues with the every day sleeping in the same yeah. 
bed, those things. Or you're just constantly constantly getting that that attention, though. Like, no matter if you're if you're someone who's always being, I always need to be in a relationship. When I'm not in a relationship, I always have to have people to flirt with, to date. You know, I can't sleep on my own. I there's like there's this there there that's the the addiction is be being addicted to getting the attention, to feeling desired, to it. I mean, it doesn't to me. It doesn't sound like it's not a sex addiction in here. I'm not reading that. I mean, no, it's a it's like a human need addiction yeah. affection attention mm-hmm. it's like it's it's and it's an addiction from my understanding whether it's to drugs or to humans it's related to old stuff it's old trauma it's related to old things that you just learned coping mechanisms to to deal with them and this is your coping me- mechanism so here's and, the work and as Self-love. as you're with and just like not to set you up for failure like the thing that you find in those beginning the beginning parts of a relationship is really not something you're going to be able to in a long-term relationship find again, if you're in a monogamous way, it's re- you'll never be able to recreate the beginning. Yeah. You can redo it in different ways. And so I think that a lot of people desire that. And it's really important to like speak the truth around long-term relationships. Like you, it's, it's a different kind of love. It's a different kind of feeling you get. It's not the same. It changes. It yeah. Takes that newness. So much, yeah. yeah. Work effort. Yeah. All yeah. of it. It takes so much yeah, the time. It does. It takes And hanging strength. out with your friends and talking like this. Yeah. yeah. And saying all the things. Say all Doing the all things. things. All, all things. the things. <laughs> all right, guys. You ready for period sex? Yes. yes. I, April's got to pee. All right. Go to. pee. <laughs> I'm right. pressing my camera. I'm going to read it anyway since she's going to the bathroom. All right. <clears throat> so this person. Uh, okay. So John. John says, I have a question related to period sex. My wife and I have been married 25 years, and during that time, period sex has never been an issue. We have developed something of a code. When she said, not tonight, I have my period, it meant that she was feeling bloated, crampy, and uncomfortable, which means that we were not going to have period sex. We were not into it. But when she said, I have my period, that meant we were good to go. Just no oral and put down a big red beach towel. Ooh, nice. Uh, she is now in her mid-50s and perimenopausal, so her periods have gotten heavier. But what has really changed are her descriptions. Now, instead of a brief warning, I get some combination of the following descriptions. Her period is gross, awful, disgusting, super thick, chunky, a red milkshake. <laughs> and my personal favorite, her panties look like a crime scene. <laughs> um, I think I heard that phrase a few episodes ago. Uh, I guess I am a delicate flower because those adjectives are a turn off for me. She is hurt when I turn her down for sex in these situations, but I say she just needs to do a better job on on selling the situation. Is there another way I should handle this? I really like this question. Like, I really just like this person. Uh, I like it. I like. I like this person too. And I'm also just like, I feel complicated about it because it sounds to me like this. Like they're sliding into long term relationship status. And it, it, they've been together a long time already. Yeah, they've yeah. been li- uh, together a long time. I don't know how long they. How yeah, long they it said twenty five years. Twenty five years. Yeah. And so now, like you're getting in like deep long. Yes, you're in the deep were. woods of like this person's just like let me tell you all yeah. the grossness. It's chunky. It's chunky. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot of a milk. A red I, milk. I, I, I don't know if it's how do you go back from that? Like you also should be like very happy you're in a state with your partner that they're sharing yeah. in this way like there's no shame it's like telling your partners about your poos i'm not a fa- i'm not a fan of that But they've already been in that direction about saying like there was a line that was crossed it was yeah. like okay to describe things but then it was just not okay so you're saying you don't know if you can go back 
no i actually question well, I that don't, i don't like, think what you, do you lose i don't think you would take it back but what you can stay is using nonviolent communication like speaking lovingly you know start with an appreciation like i love how comfortable you are with me to share with what's going on with your body and i actually like i really value that that speaks volumes to our relationship and not but and um, uh, sometimes it can feel like a lot for me and I don't want to reject you and I love being connected and I want to have sex with you. And sometimes some of the words that you use are like, Ooh, a little bit much for me. So I'm wondering if maybe we can come up with different words that work for both of us. Sold? But what happens? Yes, yes, yes. I love that. But what happens when like this person who's going through perimenopausal, which is some fucking shit to yeah. go through, you know, and to ex- describe your experience and to feel like you have to now Screen filter yourself, yourself yeah. for your partner's desire, yeah. which is difficult as a person. So I'm just like wanting. I, I think that Amy's advice of like, how about if you do these things? And I would also say, is there a space to make something real kinky out of the grossness? Oh, well, finger pain. The thing is that this person says, yeah, like all I'm going to do is finger pain because you're a gross cunt or something. (laughs) I don't know. Like, whatever. Do something kind of crazy in that moment where you feel gross and she kind of feels gross, but you're down to get gross. I mean, if they're down for grossness, I think, I mean, that that's like the the 5.0 version of like, that. let's (laughs) turn something that could be a disgusting disaster to us, you know, that we think is a little gross into like, hot to making it things. super hot yeah and yeah if you can't do that then just like speaking honestly about what comes up like i don't think that your partner should feel shame to speaking to what's going on with their body and yeah if they want to have sex with you then maybe using the words like it's a it's a crime scene in my panties and isn't isn't the sexiest thing for maybe you it's a third word a third maybe more vocabulary or maybe it's the way you say it hey yeah. it's a crime scene yeah. in my panties. i need an investigator oh hey. there you go <laughs> Or not. Maybe somebody doesn't want to be investigated. Forensic. Matter. Police officer. Yeah. Ha, here, yeah. Ha. yeah, maybe you could role play it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just think like maybe 25 years together and now a third generation of her kind of period, not third generation, but third type of her period or whatever it yeah. is. Maybe there's like five. I, I, by the way, I fell in love. I'm, I'm in love with this conversation around like putting words to like how you interact with somebody's period. Yeah. So I just think it, it's maybe new vocabulary. Yeah. By yeah. the way, Fun Factor does really cool stuff for periods. Oh, yeah. We have menstrual cups. Yeah. Which called- Amy has the gnome. Did you see her bottle? Oh, yeah. Look, oh. Bottle. She has the gnome. They're fighting oh. over it. With yes, the fighting of the, the menstrual cup. But look they're up called fun, fun cups. cups. Yeah. yeah. Fun cups. So well, and cool. they don't only do that, too. They do all kinds of sexes. One of my favorite sexes, I'll just do a Fun Factor shout out, was the Miss B. Oh, yeah. I yeah. still love that toy. Yeah. I worked for Fun Factory uh, for so many years. I love Fun I Factory. Love it. Fun yeah. Factory. I always talk and so much greatness. And German, in the Fun Factory brand. erase everything that we said about German. Yeah. Well, they make some <laughs> damn good sex toys. I drive yes. a German car because I can't go back. I love Germans. German cars, German motors, German yeah. sex uh-huh. toys. It's a very easy yeah. Yeah, line to true. draw. But I do think I do think that the idea of um, advancing period conversation is really helpful. Yeah. 25 years just might mean like, now it's time for new vocabulary. Yeah, it's true. I know. I've been looking at that with the word period. I'm like, mm, can we? Swim? What about exclamation point? And the moon, so- yes. the moon and moon cycles a little too like it's a bit Will too we? much for me. So yeah. I like I'm so I've been lately. I'm just saying like my cycle, but then I'm like that sounds like I usually say my red tide is coming on in. She calls a tampon a tampoon, like she's harpooning at something. Okay, so her. that's it. <laughs> I've also been the same. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, can you have a tampoon? A tampoon. Can you harpoon my ta- my vagina right now because it's bleeding? That's but uh, it- big props to this person. Thank yeah. Yeah, yeah, John. Very, John. John, thank John. you. Oh, right, so P.S. Have- John, I know that the beginning of your uh, question was about 
the uh, shooting of apple cider vinegar. That was my foot. I actually won't pick that up. (laughs) The shooting of apple cider vinegar. I want to say that I do dilute apple cider vinegar. Oh, yeah. It does help. I know that you had mentioned that in the initial um, paragraph of your question. And so I just want to address, yes, I dilute. And anyone out there taking our advice to have apple, apple cider vinegar to help neutralize and alkaline their body, uh, definitely dilute it because it is too intense to take on its own. So thank you for that feedback. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And I definitely do take your words of advice. One more question. And then I just have one thing about, um, uh, clit pumps, vulva pumps, and then we're done. Oh, that's just like, that's a last side bit. Yeah. Last oh, side is okay. clit pumps. Okay. We'll end on that <laughs> one. Okay. So, okay. This is um, one named Ian. And then the last question. Ian asks, so Ian says, I've been listening to your show for the last couple of weeks and I'm really enjoying it. It is very heartening to hear how open you both are about sexuality. I'm contacting you because I have a question that I think is at least some... Uh, at least some men oh that at least some men deal with i'm a 27 year old straight bi curious male the core of the question is feeling like a sexual deviant for wanting too much sex in a relationship and also sometimes trying to rush sex i don't generally want to rush sex but sometimes my body will go into autopilot when i'm really distracted i know this is something to be addressed in the podcast that you have addressed in the podcast um, being truly present in the moment this has revealed to me in my most recent relationship and I have feelings of deep shame about it. It is so prevalent in the moment that I fear all contact with women and I've canceled dates because of it. I fear being connected to someone for fear of hurting them or making them feel uncomfortable. Is there something that will help me move through this? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. I thought this was a very interesting question. That's deep. Yeah. A lot of layers. Well, I thought it was interesting because we do, we have covered so much of this on the podcast so many times. Like, you know, slowing down, being present, being in your body when you're touching someone else, being in your body when you're being touched, communicating, uh, things like that. And what this person is saying is like, I get carried away and I don't even necessarily notice when it's happening. And then I feel like I've been shamed for it. And I feel so shamed that now I'm avoiding sex because I'm scared that I'm going to do the thing that I normally do that I don't even feel like I have control over. Um, and so I thought it was a very interesting question and I, and I'm sure other people can identify with this. Um, and I also just, I wonder, my question is like, do you have you have you really truly tried to slow down and just to like move slower than you've ever operated before and maybe maybe systems can get you can get so riled i know that we can get like especially when we're in like turn on mode ah we just turn into primal animals and and i do feel like even in, in that we have willpower you know we have we don't just turn into like a, ra- a little monkey on a rampage. <laughs> Maybe sometimes, but for the most part, we don't. If we did, then that would be a great argument for rape and a whole bunch of terrible shit. But we, unless you're like on some sort of something or you're drunk or whatever, like you're you're in your body, you have willpower to like take a breath, take a couple breaths or stop or slow down or something and... Um, and I'm not saying this in a shaming way. I, I, I don't in any way I see shame in this part. Like I've, I, I really love this person's reaching out about it. I'm just curious if they've actually really, truly tried to slow down. I can, I can, I really, I don't know, kind of, um, what's the word right now to why taking over, but, uh, Riesling. Riesling. I can, um, get on this person's level there's a better word for relate that. relate <laughs> thank you 
I promise what you I'm going to say yeah. next is really good. <laughs> yeah. I can relate to what they're saying so much because I have a difficult time slowing down. Even now, even with all of our conversations with the podcast, I'm always really just in my head and ready to get to things quickly. And it's hard for me. I just, I, I want, I know that my way to, or my way to life, a lot of times my way to orgasm is quick, quick, quick. And I'm instant gratification kind of person. And I will say that every time I have tuned in and tapped in to my body and not to like the end result or the destination, it's really helpful for me, uh, on so many levels. And my advice to this listener is really do take a minute on your next sexual experience with whomever you choose it to be with or, you know, multiple folks, but really just get into your body and figure out what you are every time I've done that. And it's hard to do. It is so hard. I'm a heady fucking human and I'm constantly in my head and, you know, I medicate a lot with, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I love Riesling. wine. Yeah, I'm like, Riesling. So much Riesling. But I do, I get it. And I just think it's an everyday practice. And yeah. sometimes you're not going to be in the mood to fucking go slower than slow. You're going to be like, I don't want to go slower than slow. I want to get there. How can I get there? And I do that with, with, you know, I hear Amy's voice, my own voice from the podcast in my head, like, hey, slow down. I mean, I've, you know, done an ayahuasca journey where my ayahuasca told you to slow. Ayahuasca told me to slow. Okay. Down. Dinner conversation. No. Cause <laughs> I did not know this. Oh yeah. yeah. She, okay. So she drinks it's the tea. a whole nother level. I've never even told the podcast, but I do want to say to this listener, my advice is it really does work when you do slow down and you do tap into the moment that you're in and existing, especially when it's a pleasureful moment pleasurable not pleasureful <laughs> pleasurable moment full oh, yes. of pleasure yeah what is a full fine. of pleasure moment i like this it actually it is so effective but it's and a practice it is a practice yeah. and i and i of all people can tell you with open and honest shamelessness that i have to work at it every fucking day so yeah. i do too um, i i can relate to that too i'm glad that you said that i, I like that you put that because for me it's it doesn't come up in sex but in the way i walk the way i talk i can be like so fast i don't even notice i'm doing it and when i practice slowing down and practice awareness i do realize i do have i have con control so to speak like i but it's just you know not my default and so the more i practice the default of slowing down and being more present you know taking deep breaths and being really present for all the touch or whatever the sensations then i can do that that can become more of the default but i have to practice I think my advice I have I have had uh, I've been with a couple of men like this and I mean my, my lesbian was like stop mansplaining fucking figure it out but then <laughs> you know my my like straight girl size coming out the sex educator this is the duality um, but what <laughs> what I want to say to you is that I really think that um, to, to make something like, kinky out of it like you know know your triggers around it like talk to the person ahead of time and say like at, before you start interacting with them and say hey I have this thing that happens I just want to say when that happens like the thing I like to do is like have you move away like go over far away and like do a sexy something or like make it more performative so it's not so much about you being like all like um I don't, I don't know, like kind of like a, like a puppy, like trying to hump their leg, you know, like <laughs> yeah. move them away from you, but do it in a sexy way. Don't be like, move away. I'm going to fucking jizz. No, that's, that's not <laughs> sexy. But if you're like, Hey, move away. I really love the way you walk. I really love like walk, walk away from me in your sexy underwear, like walk back to me. Like then like, 
get on your knees. Let me see. Like if they're open to these things, like really slowing it down, but doing it in a sensual way, I think would really help. I like that. I like that, Chris. We should have you on I here see all it. the time. I see it right now. I'm like yeah. looking at the door. I'm like, walk over to the door in Germany yeah. and then walk back. Yeah. yeah. And let me lick your ass. I'll do it. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. I like, we should have Chris on here all the time to get, what did you call yourself? Like the, what was the first one? The, the, what mansplaining lesbian? Oh, mansplaining. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I was about ready to be like, f- fucking back off, dude. Like, yeah. jizz it out before and deal with your shit. That's yeah. what I want to say. Yeah, that was then. But then she came into like the sex educator. And I like that. There's always that. There's not always that you're doing this this twist. Like, how can we make this more hot? Right. Like, you're, how can you turn this thing that's Sensual. a fear and shameful mm-hmm. to in, in a really like sexy thing for you you tailor it to you so i really like that like that's awesome advice and i like that you um that you the piece that you added to about communicating this with people because if you have the shame like oh god what if i do the thing i'm so scared but i'm not going to talk about it i'm going to do the thing so i'm just not going to go on the date and sleep with that person or whatever it is but instead to explain to them even if you you don't turn into a kinky thing or not to let them know ahead of time like hey i have a tendency to move really fast when i do just feel free to let me know and just remind me and then i'll slow down it's just i kind of get in autopilot mode sometimes and i want to like be able to be present with you but sometimes i get carried away and so the more we can talk about things before and not pretend like I got it all together, the less likely we're to go into shame mode when someone says, oh God, that was too much. And yeah. later on down the road. Or they don't say that it's too much. They just all. internalize it yeah. and then it becomes too much in a later interaction. And the- it's just so hard. I think that like from, from like living in diff- different worlds in my life, it's hard to communicate. So, I mean, I know a lot of women, um, if we're talking about like, uh, you know, a cis heterosexual way, which I'm assuming that's where we're at right now, but a lot of women are like very much just wanting to feel seen, Mm -hmm. you know, and seen, you know, in, uh, in, in many ways. And so saying like, Hey, when I get really turned on, I just really like when you kind of like move away so I can kind of come back down to the level that we're all at, you know, if you don't feel comfortable saying, going as far as saying like, I have this thing that sometimes like people see as this way. You can even just like switch your script. I mean, I don't want to give you the key because I'm a lesbian, but, <laughs> um, but there is a key around like dealing with women, you know, around like, Hey, why like, you're not going to give the key away. I don't know if I want to give the key <laughs> away. All right. So y'all, you want the key, you got to pay $500. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like, you know, just like the key of like how to like take the thing that is like something you need to be dealing with and like switching it around until you're, but still doing the work to get there. Yeah. I mean, and the, the key could always change. The key it, can change. Yes. Yeah. So it's like a review, like a reframe too. Yeah, I totally mean, it's, reframing. It's a reframe of everything. It's like your perspective. It's your energy. It's your language. It's, it's age. A, yeah. City, Germany. Oh, age, age, age helps. Yes. You know? oh, yeah. so, oh, this was so, so good. All right. This is a good question. All right. So we're going to bring Kristen on here more often. I know. Kristen, you have to be a guest speaker on a regular. Yeah. Well, why you want to sponsor you? Last thing, everyone. This one is not, sorry, I'm not going to read the whole question, but what do you all think about clip pumps? This person, uh, their name is Kelsey. Yes. They said that their partner, they're like, is this a real thing? Like they talked about it. They looked online. They saw some YouTube videos of like some people using these pumps and these things getting massive. Is it really pleasurable? Why are people yes, using yes, these things? Yes, yes, yes. Can I say it in like yeah, go. three seconds? You got I have this. to pee, but I'm going to say it real quick. Woo! Okay, because we've been drinking Riesling and it's time for dinner. <laughs> um, here's my statement. I have a partner. I have part. Uh, I've had partners who really love uh, like clip play and pumping, especially around folks who are 
like gender non-conforming, even if you're not, the idea is like bring blood flow into the area and then you're going to have, it's going to be much more sensitive. So I would say start with a snake bite kit. I don't know. Um, I know Pledger sells, sells it. Yeah. I don't know if I, pure, pure pleasure. pleasure I'm not sure if they have them, but yeah, yeah it's, but snake it's, guy, I know it's the super cheap. You can get it from REI, yeah. any of those places. It's like $8. Put a um, snake bite kit on the, cl- the click. It's, and, yeah, it's like a little pla- yeah. little plastic or rubber suction yes. thing. Mm-hmm. And then it brings blood flow into the area. When you remove it, then you can play with the clit in different ways. So like a whole pussy it's pump. It's like a beginner. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be, well, actually, it might be a little more extreme than like the whole pussy pump. Basically, the idea is, is like bringing blood flow to any area. The idea would be like um, nipples or clit or the whole fucking vulva, anything is going to make it more sensitive. Yeah. And then you put vibration on it, anything like that, and it's going to bring it to the next level. So I'm a big fan of bringing blood flow to the area, and I think that there's really cheap and easy ways to play with this idea. I like it. Yeah. All right. It's a All real right. thing, everyone. This is right. great advice. Okay. So uh, that's it for our sex questions. That's Kristen, it. thank you so much for being here. Oh, yeah, That was so much lovely. for having me in your bedroom oh, in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for us to go drink wine, y'all, in Germany. And, and so probably some food. And food. we'll definitely have some food. <laughs> some schnitzel. We'll schnitzel. see you next Tuesday, y'all. Ciao for now. We'll see you next Tuesday. Okay, bye. That's what we say at the end of the show. <laughs> Every Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Yeah, I know it means cunt. Okay, like, cunt. <laughs> She's like, what? That's, That's real? the point, Kristen. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.